I have a problem with David Hetty. You can open a set by being like really distraught and uncomfortable and slow and saying, I want to know what Hello, hello, welcome. I suppose in one sense this is I have a problem with David Hetty um, because, you know, this is this recording is under the umbrella of the that show. However, this particular recording for me at this moment, I just feel like there are things that I want to say. And so is it essentially, um, I have a problem with David Hetty. I don't know. I just, but the thing is, is that fundamentally feeling very good right now. And I think everything else is just really rests upon that sort of inscrutable you know, feeling, which I, I, can't, I, I can't, I can't get behind, I can't get under. <clears throat> um, so why though? Okay, well, yeah, um, I just came back from a bagel shop, and I think it was a pretty good joke that I made to the, the, the woman behind the counter. She, she asked, you know, she said hello, and I said hi, like an everything bagel everything bagel and she's like would you, you want cream cheese on that and I said yeah I want everything on that make it I want the everything bagel and then she laughed and I said it a few more times just to sort of heighten the absurdity of it or ridiculousness and then she gave me my bagel and my coffee and I, I walked away and then I looked into the bagel and I realized that she'd given me a an everything bagel um, uh, not whole wheat and the thing is, when I saw the Everything Bagel sign, I didn't realize that it, that was the whole wheat Everything Bagel sign. So I really, when I asked, but in my mind, really, like the whole wheat is much more than the refined wheat. And so even even if I don't ask, you know, expressly for the, the bagel labeled whole wheat everything in distinction from... Uh, the non-whole wheat everything bagel. I think that really, if we're not at a bagel shop and someone says they want a, the everything bagel, I think that would entail all. I think that would entail the whole wheat, especially if there were. That was the most sort of comprehensive, quote unquote, everything bagel they had. Anyway, so she was nice enough to replace the bagel for me. Um, I'm not high right now. I'm not high right now. Sort of chemically, uh, last night I was. Um, I think what's terrible though is that whenever I get very happy, simultaneously I worry that this is some sort of new mental disorder. Like, like why, why can't a p feeling of happiness be so simple. Why can't it just be itself? I don't know. What happened yesterday was that a friend, a friend called me up. Anyway, what happened really, we ended up at his house, just at his apartment, Sunday night, um, having a drink and he, you know, he, uh, smoke, marijuana. And, uh, and then these two girls came, came over who are his house guests. That's another story I'll get to in a bit. But these two girls he'd really just met who, for ridiculous reasons were staying at his place and so they come home and he and I've been hanging out for a couple hours already and they sit down and one of the girls half an hour in or 15 minutes in out of nowhere she's not saying anything she turns to me and she's like why don't you do a set why don't you do some stand-up for us and that had never that had like what the fuck like that had never happened and my friend kind of made the face and he's like uh because because that's his work and I was like, yeah, it's like, as I said, like, we're just hanging out. We're just hanging out. And she's like, no, trying to defend herself. She's like, well, you love your, you love your work, right? She's like, if I, if I, like, I love, I love my work. I think she's just like data entry or I don't know. She's like, you know, so someone asked me if I want to do some data entry right now, I would, I would do it. And I was like, no, that's not what you're not asking. You're not, you're not, you know, sort of offering 
to the room the suggestion that I do something because I enjoy it for myself. You want to be entertained for your own ends at this time. So don't, don't pass it off as something other than that. Don't lie to the room. Anyway, another, another level, though. I mean, it's incredibly uncomfortable when two guys, two people who are, you know, friends, have been hanging out for a while and they're um, under certain influences. Um, and then two other people who really don't know the other two enter the room. Like, that's an uncomfortable social situation. And it kind of was a little reminiscent of uh, no exit. You know, like, you know, like hell. Hell is other people. And really kind of... It doesn't even have to be other... I mean, it can be other people, but it's especially other people in a situation of a party of four people that has no potential for getting better. Like, the party cannot improve for an eternity. And that's another way, maybe, of conceptualizing, uh, you know, no exit, possibly, um, which is a play by, by Sartre. And speaking of which, um, I kind of, I find like, it sort of seems like getting stoned is a waste of time, but really, oftentimes, so many ideas come, so many good ideas come, and I take the time and effort to write them down, and so it's very rich, you know? Like, I, I know, anyway, this is going off on weird things, but, like, for instance, all these ideas are coming not only of, like, particular jokes, like jokes themselves, but ways of approaching comedy, which for me are exciting and exhausting, because it would take so much time to attempt to implement each, each one of these. <clears throat> like, I don't know, just one joke idea. I mean, this is nice to do this podcast because it's a different way of communicating what I think is funny, you know, like writing a comic book or something or, or a, I guess, a, you know, stupid Facebook updates, things like this. So that he, another, I think a joke idea I find very funny is just the idea, or an idea that I find funny is the idea of the species, the species that when, you know, each member attains, fully realizes self-awareness, full, full, you know, self-consciousness and being present, uh, they immediately slit their wrists or their necks, let's say their throats, their throats. And I just think it's kind of a beautiful little, you know, crystalline idea of what it means to achieve anyway, whatever. And I think also what's funny is that if this, if, if, if this were to be, to have been God's first creation, like that was God's most perfect creation, this being, you know, upon which upon self-realization, self-awareness, kills itself. And then, you know, like eons passed and then atoms came together and all of a sudden the rest of life came about. Anyway, but to, you know, to sort of communicate that through a joke is difficult. Also... Also, I guess I'm, I, for whatever reasons, I was doing a little reading on structuralism and post-structuralism and also feminist theory. And basically what's weird is that uh, I'm not sure what I feel right now generally about sort of systems. Well, okay, I don't really understand this whole structuralist thing, but I don't know which I side with. And I'm not sure right now if I can tell my jokes because do, like, I'm not sure if I'll be able to to think, like, what I found funny in the jokes previously, given my previous sort of world worldview and world picture, will I still find it funny now, depending on how I settle on sort of, you know, systems of meaning. So how can I go tell, tell jokes now if I don't know what I, what I feel? My, you know, because this entails making judgments, making value judgments, and, you know, asserting certain states of affairs in the world. Um, and similarly, I'm not sure how would I feel about gender, like whether gender exists or exists in, 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 in certain ways. And so I don't know if I can tell any of my jokes that have to do with gender at this point, which is a real kind of crisis. Um, the other, the other night, yeah, okay, well, the other night I basically, alone, I didn't go out, and I, I, I wanted to understand my, my usage of the word cunt. Because I, th I guess I guess it's a word that I use. Uh, I like using that word, and I don't think I'm 
a misogynist and I don't want to be a misogynist. And what happened is a couple weeks ago, um, I was staying with a, with a friend's place and then he introduced me to a friend of his. And then two nights later, uh, my friend and I ran into his friend. So a guy I didn't know very well. We had like one night hanging out together. And I went up to this guy and he's like, hey, how's your night? And I was, uh, you know, it was like a, a, a concert environment. And I was like, man, I was like, this fucking cunt, this stupid fucking cunt, da 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 and then I left, I went home. And then it turned out later, uh, my good friend said to me, he's like, Dave, he's like, you gotta watch out. Because like you're saying, like my friend was not impressed with your language, like he was not impressed with, with you. And it took me, you know, half an hour to tell him like, no, like Dave is not some some bro, he's not this kind of unthink unthinking guy, da 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 da, you don't understand, you don't know him. And it shocked me, I had no idea, like it shocked me that some guy could be so offended by my use of that term. Um, and so I went online and I tried to research sort of what cunt means and its, deriv its derivation or, or, you know, I mean, from, from where it's derived uh, and how it's used today and how it's generally understood, whether offensive or not. And so the thing is, is that, and the, and the thing is, so what I did last night, or two nights ago, is that I sort of performed um, like a, a little thought experiment like I tried to like you know how like like Descartes had his meditations you know he sat there and tried to start from like nothing and try to derive what he thinks is you can be known so I tried to write out a series of propositions to establish whether my feelings behind my use of the word cunt sort of uh imply or the that I am or they're rooted in a, mis a misogyny and so basically <sighs> All right, see, this also, I think, like, you could, it's weird because, you, you know, the idea is, like, to try this out on stage, like, innumerable times until it works or you get it where you want it, as opposed to putting it out one time as a, as a, as a podcast like this. The thing is, is that I suppose there isn't the expectation from a listener of this that there would be um, of, a, of a member, you know, of a, of a comedy show audience expecting to laugh all the time. Hopefully. Um, so basically, the idea is that... And so it's also to contrast or to think of the term cunt also because I think that the two other words which are thought of as being as powerful possibly in the English language are probably faggot and, and uh, nigger, let's say. And like I, I think it's okay to, to use any word, especially in some sort of, you know, quasi discourse like this, so we're not making fun of anything, this is like a legitimate inquiry uh, into language and, and, and use. Excuse me, sorry, one second. Okay, so I guess we're back. Alright, um, so the idea is I find I don't really care what, you know, the Greek or the Latin or whatever the word comes from. That's not the issue, it's how to how is it understood and used and meant today, and how do I use it? And basically, I don't find it offensive because I feel like it doesn't, the way that I use it, it doesn't refer to someone's sort of facticity, like their, their that's sort of an, a, a personal characteristic which is immutable. Like, for instance, if you look to protected grounds of discrimination, um, Generally, they ha they have to do with a uh, place of birth or uh, sex, uh, you know, color, things like this. And so these are things which I think you ought not to associate with, like that, 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 that's, those aren't, those things, you know, aren't to be judged in themselves. But what I think, what I mean, oh boy, that's a first draft, a first go, so what, how I use cunt is, is it's to refer to a particular kind of behavior. It's a behavior. It's like saying someone is unfair or they're selfish or something. So when you say you're a cunt, it means you're acting, you know, cuntily, let's say. It's a, it's a, it refers to behavior. And I think what that behavior is, is it's a kind of behavior which, and oh yeah, and, 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 and do I, can a man be a, can we, can we call it a cunt? Can a man act cuntily? I think that this is what has to be looked into, like empirically, uh, what kind of behaviors elicit this kind of response. Um, 
to call someone that. I think in general, it refers to a kind of behavior which women tend to, you know, uh, do. Um, and it's a, it's a behavior which really basically women only uh, exhibit sort of because of their being women. And so what I mean is, like generally for me, it's like what happened with my friend, that story with this guy who was upset with me, this, this girl who had never been to a, she went to her first comedy show, a half a comedy show that evening, and then afterwards proceeded to tell me what comedy is and what her feelings are about it and what comics can do and cannot do. And she said that possibly I don't understand uh, what she's saying. Like, she's like, maybe I don't, under, I don't appreciate certain jokes because I'm a thoughtful person which was an incredibly like patronizing thing to say. So it's not only that you don't understand comedy because you're simply not of that world, but you're telling me what kind of jokes can and cannot work. Like you have no experience of this world. So it's like she's kind of ignorant, she's presumptuous, she's disrespectful in the way that she's you know, conducting this conversation. And I kind of felt like this is a type of behavior that like this type of behavior is something that a, a guy maybe would not do like so blatantly because there would be the threat of basically me being hit in the face like physical violence um to be so incredibly like rude to someone in front of you uh and there are certain things like basically more or less so i think that what kanti behavior kanti that's the word kanti behavior is is it's that behavior which a woman, like, you know, the way a woman will behave in which a guy would otherwise, would, would not behave because of the very real possibility that he would be hit in the face. But we don't do that with women in our society. So that's why this word refers very you know, it's a particular kind of behavior rooted in a particular kind of being. And it doesn't matter to me that, like, it, it derives from the, the, you know, it refers to genitals, but this is what the word means to me. And is there an equivalent for, for men? I don't know. Perhaps prick is the closest thing. I don't think it has the bite to it, simply also because of the way it sounds. Um, but I don't think it matters. I mean, I think prick probably, it also refers to a particular type of male behavior, but not in the same way so far as I've thought it out. Um, yeah, so that's sort of a little discourse on that word and the usage of it. And so I don't think it's, so it doesn't refer to like, it's not, it's not, I don't think it's a hateful term. It just refers to a kind of behavior that's rooted in a particular kind of uh, being. But then again, the question is, do we, why, do, why don't we, why won't we hit, why don't we hit uh, women in this, in this case? And it's, uh, you know, probably ultimately, at least at this point, it's not because of this. Well, it's because of like a defensivelessness. It's because of this disparity of strength, I think, I mean, legally. Legally, you're not supposed to do it because, you know, people are persons and we have rights. Um, but I think extra-legally, just there's sort of a, a special condemnation for that type of illegal behavior because of uh, sex. Um, yeah, so, oh yeah, also, I, I mean, I guess what, what I'm planning on doing with the website is selling stuff now. Uh, davidheady.com. Basically, I got all the, I have all these sets which I record most nights, and they're sort of like a behind-the-scenes look at the process. And they're nothing. They're, they aren't things that I'd want to release to the general public because I don't think it's a good way of, of first being exposed to probably anyone's comedy, and in this case, my comedy. But I feel as though for people who really appreciate the first, sort of the more or less finished product, it may be interesting to understand the process behind it. And these would be um, sets which I find particularly interesting, or which I think the listener would find particularly interesting for whatever reasons. Um, trying out 
you know, jokes for the first time or with, you know, because you do these things really because in these small rooms because there is no audience, there is no fear of, like, you're supposed to test things out there. And so here you can see things, or here listen to things being tested out, which you otherwise would not be able to because, you, I mean, you know, you live, we're living in different cities and be like, you wouldn't want to waste your fucking time in those fucking rooms anyway. Um, sometimes it's, it's amazing to me that any, any comic emerges from that, uh, that, 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 that process, that path with uh, any sense of humor intact after being exposed to such the, the worst of it. Um, okay, so that's basically all I want to say right now. Um, yeah, so this is a different little thing. And uh, I, didn't get, I didn't get to the story as to why those two girls were staying with my friend, which was very strange in itself. But it's, it's it, really, the payoff is not worth the amount of time it would take to tell the story. So I, bet, I guess maybe there'll be like a little, you know, regular podcast uh, conversation coming up after this. There probably will be, and there may or may not be a little introduction to it. All right, uh, thanks very much. Well, um, okay, so the guest on this episode is Sasha Manoli. She's an old friend. Uh, we've been putting on shows together for years. She's not a comic, but she's very much in the comedy world. She produces her own shows. She comes up with her own show ideas, and they're great, and they force the comics to go out of their comfort zones. Um, and also, she's just works behind the scenes, lots of things, anyway, festivals, all this. And basically, the conversation was recorded late on a Saturday, maybe like past midnight or so, uh, and I was running from a show that I finished, and I, I, I ran to her place because it was getting really late, and I was expecting her to like greet me with energy and, you know, offer of a drink, something like this, and she was just so sick. And she was making tea, and she offered me a tea. I didn't want any tea. Um, but, yeah, so that's the setting. All right, uh, Sasha Manoli and me. I want a cigarette. You want a cigarette right now? Yep. Can you drink smoke it in some, indoors? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Do you care? No, I don't care. I just wanted to get going, so the fact that you can smoke inside is totally fine with me. In fact, like it's kind of I don't know. It's nice. I don't mind. I don't mind smoking secondhand because it's like the only way I smoke. It. It's a little. It's nice sometimes. So. All right. All right. But the thing is, is that I was a little bit. I don't know, I was so expecting like some kind of like, uh, very amped up after these shows this, this weekend. You see, you're expecting my energy level to be more Yeah, like, I feel like I woke you up or something. Um, no, I mean, listen, like, I've, I've had really two and like, very active days, and I don't really like that. And so, by this time, I'm like, I'm not going to go to bed yet, but I'm... Yeah, I was, okay, but I was hoping like for you to come, you know, to like, offer me a beer or something, not a tea, and that sort of thing. I'm not saying... Oh! I'm not saying... <laughs> That was a oh, this is a very echoey room. I feel. Uh, does that help? The light, turning the light on, affects the echo. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you said something totally different. But does the light help? I is don't believe so. No. Okay. I'm, a, I'm not like you know physicist, but. <laughs> Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording right now. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, so we're gonna throw your cigarettes on the, oh, on the table like that. Okay. All right. Wait, here. Let's, let's just adjust a little more because it is a little dark. Okay, I don't mind the darkness. It's nice. I think it's good lighting, actually. You think? Anyway, so we're going to tell you why. Can I tell you why? No, it's better like that. It's better off. Really? Yeah, leave it off. Alright. Um, anyway, can I tell you what could happen? I know this is un unconventional. It's unorthodox, even all the, you know, but may I? Yeah, absolutely. So, it's in four shows at, at the, at the, this week. The Nest, yeah. Yeah, yeah, The Nest. And then the, between the... On Saturday, which is now, it's like almost a midnight on Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah. You confused me for a second there. Yeah, okay, before the final show, uh -huh. 
We're sitting in the back, and I get in this conversation, which I think is interesting and compelling, with the headliner. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, it turns out that he's like really upset with you. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. like it's really he's really direct about it, and it's like, you know, he calls in his seniority. He's like, well, you've only been doing it X years, and things like this. And I was just like shocked. Like I really had no ill will, and I was genuinely interested in what he had to say. And I was speaking to him because. I'm interested in his opinion. Anyway, so he walked out of the back room because it was tense at that point. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, like I just felt sick for having, you know, thought it was like a nice connection and like had a good weekend. Why look at me like this? I'm trying to figure it out. You're being very, I mean, it's, I understand why you're it's being very vague. vague. Well, a little bit. Okay, well, what it's happened hard for was. I understand all of the right. subtleties of that. Yeah, okay. Um,. Basically, and in the end, I was like, I want to rectify this. I want to make things better, but I don't want to like go overboard by trying to fix things. Mm-hmm. And what basically happened was he was talking about that he's saying he would go. We're talking about crab work, and that he would go. He was thinking of doing a full crab work tour. Mm-hmm. That Tom, uh, Tom, sorry. And I Todd said, Barry yeah, did. I said, oh, Todd Barry did this. Yes. And basically, I was saying that I said, do you think that like crowds want crowd work? Like I think I prefer. Like I say, I enjoy like material. That's what I go to comedy shows to see. Mm-hmm. And it's different, like, you know, I do stand-up and all this. But I thought, I thought like, that somehow, it was that line, that idea, which he felt was provocative. So you think because you challenged an idea, something yeah. he wanted to do. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And perhaps it was in the way that it was said. But I was like, this just seems like we're having a conversation. And I'm interested for you to get back to me and be like, actually, crap work is interesting for reasons X and Y. Fair enough, but perhaps he didn't want to defend an idea maybe he's already in the process of organizing the tour maybe his you know his press kit done I don't know but so what so what the fuck does it matter then if because I don't, don't like your stupid thing what does it matter you can tell well, me like because you want because it's well because excuse me because as you know yeah. you would know better than I uh-huh. this is a an art form of which ego and and you know oh what's the other word I'm looking for right now uh, insecurity yeah go hand in hand and I think that sometimes you just need to be told sometimes you just need a pat on the back rather than a you know where I'm really good at taking this from in no. fact it was a girlfriend once who told me that she felt that I wasn't very good at just sometimes listening, just listening, you know, to her problems, that I would always try to bring, you know, some logic to it or try to find a solution or mm-hmm. problem solve it. And that sometimes all she wanted me to do was just listen and and be there for her and be a sort of a silent or, or maybe a, just a positive support rather than a okay I mean, challenging I guess so like I don't think it was one of those situations where he and I are old friends and he's sure. opening up to me with a problem of his we're right. talking about stand up and beforehand even I was saying that I'm trying to like I don't like like I don't like being sort of trapped in this persona which I feel is fairly artificial and I enjoy being like more human on stage and more natural and you know I like I'm I and that's, I know I'm saying, and because part of the reasons that I would like to be able to interact with the audience more, and I feel it's not possible to, while having this like very strict persona, because you have to be in the moment, and to, you know, you react in the moment, you respond naturally. Right. And so that is sort of saying, you know, I respect and appreciate stage uh, crowd work. Right. And so I just, anyway, so it's like, it was just like, fuck, like, fucking hell, like, this is, like, as opposed to, as opposed to, like, making, you know, like, having a good time, like, I enjoyed, I enjoyed seeing what he does, like, sincerely, to being, like, this guy now has a problem, you know, more or less, and it was just exhausting, it was just disappointing. Well, that's fair. It's hard, you know, I wasn't there, it's hard for me to, to really know what, what happened there, but, uh, I get it. Yeah. I understand. Am I surprised? No, I think we, like in life, we we have um, miscommunication. That's a little strong. I mean, the fact that you left thinking that the whole 
weekend was maybe you're maybe you're overthinking it though. Maybe it's not the whole weekend. Well, I certainly went to lengths to explain to him that the only reason I was talking to him was because I was interested and and all these things. And I think we left on like better terms than it could have been. Can I ask you one more question? Yeah. I, had this, I had a disagreement with this other comic backstage. Yeah. And again, this guy's this older. This weekend. Than, yeah. So in the same, yeah, in the same like five minutes. Okay. And he was saying that he believes that audiences ex- like assume that all comics are making it up on the spot anyway, what they say on stage. Really? And I was like, and I didn't know how to, I, I, was, I, I just said like, I, I guess I just disagree with that. And it wasn't, when it, by saying I disagree I with that, it's not like, I think you're, you're an idiot. Right. But I'm just like, I don't know how we're going to argue this. Like, this is just, you can, you know, how are we going to defend our positions? And I was just saying, I disagree with you. And I think the fact I disagreed with him, he interpreted as being disrespectful somehow. Well, I think that could be... There are ways, perhaps, to say that you disagree with someone <laughs> that don't come off as brash, right? Like, it's not... Had you said maybe, well, I'm not so sure that that's the case, or something in that vein rather than I disagree which is a little more aggressive but I, would you agree see, but with that's, that? but it's not supposed to be aggressive it's supposed to be an admission of the fact that these are just like like this is something I, I don't understand how we can argue so like I disagree and that's that like you're not like, we can't come to it we can't come to an agreement about this point right that's that's and that's, so what that ended that conversation you said I disagree and then it was silence kind of but that's exactly what kind of the point is I'm like unless we're gonna go cool people right now we have no like there's no point to continue this conversation did you say that part no okay <laughs> that that's a little, no I think that would have been more antagonistic but it's just it's just factual it's not antagonistic I'm not saying he's right no or wrong. I know I, I understand with him. I understand I understand but I think well I I don't know I mean. It, the way that you approach something like that, I mean, your tone of voice could could give off the wrong impression. You know what I mean? Maybe that was more what it was. No, it's possible. I think it, I don't agree with that. I think it's a crazy thing to think that. Which part? That most audience members think that comics are making everything they say up on stage. Well, as I said, we were here. I'm done. This is oh. your turn. You have to speak now. I have to. What do I have to say now? What are you kidding me? I don't know. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you're Help to, me out. You're supposed to have an issue. Right. I know. Well, I don't. Well, this is what we talked about in Grumpies. Here. Okay. Let me, okay. I don't have a specific issue. We 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 discussed this earlier. Okay. Um, what I was saying when we saw one another a few days ago, mm-hmm. when we discussed doing this. Mm-hmm was that I've never had necessarily a specific instance where I've had I've taken issue with you. We can go through, I mean, there are things that have come up that will tie into this. Okay. But I think that ultimately with you... Just speak more towards this a little bit. Though. Okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, I think that, um, again, no issue with you, but issue with the way that you sometimes approach things. You're a very stubborn person sometimes. Okay. And you have very strong feelings towards things. Or maybe even, I'd say, you have a curious nature about you. The stubbornness is somewhere, like, embedded in it. But you get very, um, maybe adamant about the way that you... About your the about the logic of something. Okay. This is very general. I'm thinking. I'm really going back to our three day adventure. <laughs> okay. Um, where we we drove in a car from well from me Montreal. We picked you up in Toronto. Yeah. And then we went all the way to L. A. Yeah. Which was a great experience. Sure. I'm super, super glad we did it yeah. because I I wouldn't. I don't think I would do it again. Really? Not because I had a terrible experience. No, but I mean, you know, I'm I'm like I'm 28 now. It's a little tiring to do that. I can't okay. imagine I'm gonna have another. I don't see myself wanting to do that again at 31. Or. Oh, sorry. You know, no, no, not because I had a terrible experience. Like just being in a car for four days is okay. is taxing, and I've done. You know, I'm, I wanted to do it for many reasons, but it kind of 
also played into, like when I was 19, I, I took a bus from Toronto to Vancouver, so it was a good experience. I got to see, you know, two countries mm-hmm. in that form. I liked it. But in any case, we spent a lot of time together. We spent four days together, also with our other friend, we should mention. So we were three people uh-huh. in a Toyota, God, what was it? Like I don't know, some SUV truck, like thing. Well, yeah. it was an SUV. Uh, okay, okay, sure. Um, yeah, and in that experience, we we all sort of, I guess, had little disagreements. Okay. Um... As is to be expected. A hundred percent. Yeah. No, nothing. I mean, listen, nothing. Uh, it was very good. I think we were very, yeah. the three of us were great. I was surprised. So it was, I mean, I wasn't surprised as much as I was uh, content. Okay. I was surprised that there weren't, it, things didn't bother me more. That we got along as well as we did. Fair enough. I mean, I'm pretty easygoing. I, 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 I tend to, but that stuff, you know, I'm pretty patient, so okay. it doesn't, kind of rolls off my back plus I'm pretty good in a car and I, I think I spent a lot of time like ruminating on that ride when I had moments to do it okay so it's nice on a personal level um <clears throat> so I'd say in that experience the mm-hmm. one thing where I almost lost it a little bit mm-hmm. was when we got to Vegas yeah yeah okay Vegas was a little difficult okay I'm trying to also, it, it sucks because this is all coming from memory, so it's not as fresh. Sure. But, uh, so we get to Vegas. At this point, we'd been in the car for th- th- over three days, right? Because we're almost, we, we could have, that, that was the big discussion. We were really planning. We should mention that in this trip, yeah. we were kind of trying to really shoot through it. Yeah, we weren't trying to enjoy that. That we made it in three nights from, from Montreal well, you mentioned me, Toronto to LA. We slept three times on the way. Yes. We got in, in the morning, basically. Yeah, and the and the idea there was like we weren't we didn't have a ton of money, and we were really trying to get to LA, and that's where we were going to spend our money because I was going to be I, at the time I was going to be there for quite a while, and so was Bianca, right. and then you were kind you would just sort of come in on this adventure very very last right, minute. Right, right, right. So yeah, sorry. But the, yeah, okay. But the thing was, like, I was going to go to New York instead, but you're like, I'm driving into LA. I was like, oh, I'll join you. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was very, spo- your, your coming in on this was very spontaneous. I had already had these, these grand plans with someone else, and um, there had been some, some events that had kind of made my situation a little more complicated, and, sorry, you're yeah, no, going on. Okay. Any, any case, so... Um, so you were a last-minute addition, right. but a much-needed one um, in the end, in retrospect. Oh, the driving we, was amazing. Like The, the way drive was up. amazing, but also having a third hand was so important. Oh, yeah? I, I think so. I think in the whole driving, I, I don't think anyone, unless you feel otherwise, I don't think anyone exhausted themselves at the wheel. No, no, no. Um, but, and we did sleep. But what I understand, like, okay, what, what I remember from Vegas was that the idea was we were either going to go straight on to LA that night right or stop in Vegas and the idea was that as I recall mm-hmm. we should go there I'd never been there you two had been there before mm-hmm. and you're like we'll go have a fun night and what I want to do is like oh, like a fun night and the three of us go out we're not yeah. going to really see each other after that we spent all the time together yeah and that was kind of I thought the the, the deal well, the deal the agreement was the understanding was that we would stay there in order to see the place, not just to sleep, because we can go on to LA, we can save money, all these things. And so, as I recall, we got to the hotel room, or the motel room, or we couldn't find a hotel first. Well, that was the real clencher. That, see, that's not, for me, that's a, that's an important part of the story to not gloss over, was um, that, yes, we had, we kind of, I'd, I'd say it wasn't as, like, black and white, even when we got there, because I knew, because I had been there, and I knew that, one time going when I was trying to get a hotel, it was impossible because of conventions. Like all of a sudden, Las Vegas has this like, and it's, it's seemingly unpredictable, like doesn't make sense to you. And all of Vegas, and what you have to realize about Vegas is like, it's a strip and it's like mm-hmm. only a, a worthwhile strip, you know, for so long. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And so I knew in the back of my mind that was like a little something to worry about. Mm-hmm. 
And, uh, and so as, as far as I remember it, yes, we did. The idea was if we get to Vegas and we can find like a, like we can find a hotel and it works, then we're going to have a real night in Vegas, which is great. Cause if you get a hotel, like a real hotel in Vegas, not what we ended up with. Okay, whatever. Then you're you're in um you're in like the casinos and like it's all connected, right? Yeah. So it's okay. like you're really anyway. So or otherwise we were gonna push through to LA. Right. Like Bianca was like, I can do it, blah 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 blah. Right. Because we were we actually made it there a pretty good time. Like it wasn't that late, I don't think. I don't know, like eleven or something. Yeah, like, like it wasn't that bad. And you know, I mean it would have sucked, but like LA's Basically five hours away. Okay, right. Okay, so so we get, so it's still get on there. the t- like yeah. So we get there and then we we get to one of the hotels and um, it was me and Bianca I believe that went up. It was definitely me talking to the lady and I asked for a hotel room and sure enough she says she's sold out and then she said and I asked her if there's anything else and she says convention city. Okay, so we couldn't find a place where you wanted so to stay. So we couldn't. Well, we couldn't find a place on the strip. So we ended up where and I I remember we ended up on like next to Cirque, which for anyone who's been to Vegas yeah. knows like that's terrible. But who cares? Because it's like a really dodgy part of town. But who cares? But who cares? You get in the cab wow. or you walk I walk to the <laughs> casinos from there. To the, to the good yeah casinos. okay okay but like you know I don't know I mean like I'm I mean, I'm a little more scared I guess as a human being like I know that's not like a good part of town I knew we were in a dodgy part of town that didn't seem to be the issue it seemed like you to me it seemed like you just wanted to go to sleep well I was really tired that's another thing I mean like those those three days at that point had now caught up to me and with the exhaustion of knowing like hey we're not we're not in a super comfortable place anymore and now we're like off the strip and you know, blah, 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 blah. Okay. I had lost the whole, like, glamour of it had just fizzled away. But then, okay, but nonetheless, the, before we agreed mm-hmm. to stop or decide to stop, the idea, we said we would stop and then go out for the night. We had, but I mean, what had changed about that was that at that point, me and Bianca were now no longer feeling good. Exactly. Okay, so, but, okay, yes, I, I, I understand this. Yeah. But at the same time, why can't I be, like... You know, why can't that be? I'd be like, well, like this. So you're changing the deal we made. Like you, like I wouldn't have stopped. I wouldn't have wanted to stop. Like had had you said we'll go there, we'll sleep. I would have been like, well, that sucks, but fine. Having said that, we discussed it in the hotel whether we would go and find something else or drive through. We had that discussion. Remember when you went off and we like we had a little powwow in the whatever wherever that bar was, and then we broke off and we did like a 20, 30 oh, yeah, minute yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we did discuss it. Like, do we just keep going or do we find a place to crash? Right. So we did have that discussion. It wasn't just like, that was still there. We were just not like, I don't remember the specifics of that, sorry. So I don't want to say that like one person said, you okay, know, this no. or that. I feel, because I don't have a specific memory, that we all kind of must have had a consensus in no, that I w- moment. No, I mean, I mean not... it was two of you want to stay and go to bed. And I was like, I, what am I going to do in this situation? I'm like, fine, I get it. Like, I get it that you're tired. You don't want to go out and force yourself on a fun evening. Even though I was like, just do it for the evening. Well, for me, it wasn't... Listen, like, as far as I was concerned, my, my feelings towards the situation were... I can't drive at night. Yeah. So that's not... I can't... Like, someone either has to say that's something they're going to do or blah, blah, blah. And I can sleep in the car or I can sleep in a bed. Yeah. So I remember feeling like pretty, like whatever is going to happen is going to happen. I just didn't want to be. That's totally not the issue though. I mean, okay. Why are you upset though? What happened? Are you upset because I was a bit like pissy when, or like. Yeah. Like I'm upset because, well, I wasn't, I was upset in the, at the time because when we, finally got to the hotel and all that stuff. Yeah. I feel like there was, like, you did get a little, you got upset about the circumstances, you didn't want to necessarily have to pay and all these things. And that for me so was the hotel room that I didn't, I didn't yeah, want you to didn't spend want any to time pay. in. I just wanted to go for the night. Yeah, yeah. Which, which you didn't in the end. Sure, right. You went out for a little bit and then you came back and slept as well. And... Yeah, like the mo- like that for me was, and again, I'm I, I wish this had been right after because again, my memory yeah, is sure. superb. But I really feel that the only reason I would have been that upset about it was because I felt as though the three of us had consented that this was the better plan. No way. That, no, no, that hadn't happened. 
Well, but I mean the better of the options, yeah. Because what you wanted us to all go out. Right. Right? Which we had agreed to do before deciding to stop in Vegas. A hundred percent. But okay. then me and Bianca now decide we don't want to go out and like yeah, gamble exactly. and so whatever. Yeah, exactly. So change the agreement. So we changed the agreement, but we didn't change the finite, like either way we were going to have to sleep, right? No, not necessarily. Well, a hundred percent. We'd okay. already discussed this, remember, in the car about that being a really terrible idea. Okay, okay. But going to sleep immediately, like finding the motel room, even though it's like, you know... 15 minutes further away than you want it to be by foot. Yeah. Even though, like, going to bed right away as opposed to going out for a couple of hours or at all and, and going to bed are two different things. And, like, I understand you're tired, but, again, I guess from my view, I was like, well, I, I thought we were doing this, like, this trip. We hadn't stopped anywhere. We didn't go to Denver. I really want to go to Denver. I think you guys kind of well, are we interested tried. in that. Well, I know. But Remember? We were, yes. That was tra- terrible. The traffic was crazy. We're like, <laughs> yeah. well, well, we'll go stop somewhere. We'll go to, you know, we'll go do something else instead. Yeah. And like. Vegas became that thing. Yeah. I and I was like, I was like, just like, what? I was like, just like, like, be like, just like, be a mensch or something. Like, just fucking do it. Don't, don't, don't just like, don't wuss out on this. This is so, it's lame. It's not fun. It's not fun. We're here, we're doing this thing, and you're just like, I'm going to go to sleep. And that's, that's just like, why, I can't, I can't, like, come on. You not only did you go to sleep, but you, you didn't, you didn't do as you said you would do, which is to have, go have a night out in Vegas. So. Yes, yeah. we did not do as we had maybe said, we, but see, this is the thing. You're, you're an inflexible. No, it's not inflexible. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Because. For you, that, that, like, we had said, it's true, we all got pretty hyped up about the idea that we would have, like, and a night out. To be agreed but to like, do get, that. But get rid of the agreement No, that's idea how life works. No, Life works no. by people agreeing to, but had we, you know, we're in the car for two days. Life, we're not going to LA anymore. We're going to, we're going to San Antonio. Listen, like, deal with of this. course, of course there are things in life that we have to make commitments to. Absolutely. But we have to decide which are more important commitments. Right. Which are things worth committing to and which are things not. And was my response so incommensurate, like, with... No, I, I understand that I understand that your response to that was disappointment. And what did I what was the what was the actual response? Just like being like expressing my disappointment having I didn't like this. I'm like kind of like what was the response that was so what what was what's upsetting? What's the problem? I think for me it was it really was the not wanting to pay for a share of the room. And I'll tell you what, not to do with the money. Yeah. But because, you know, we were in this like in three, you know, we were three people on yeah. this road trip, and for me, it was symbolic of something, right? To to not want to, to to say that was that just indicated that there had been such a sort of wrench in the the communication between the three of us that something had gone so wrong in that because you know, to be honest, I sort of felt that my role in that trip was often trying to bridge communication gaps between the three of us and make sure that we were all on a good level. Mm-hmm. Whether that was a role that was necessary or not, that's just me as a person and I make attempts to do that. I right. want to make sure everyone is, you know, peaceful and, and feels like they're being heard and that their perspectives are being respected and all that stuff. So okay. I did feel that way throughout the trip that I really wanted to make sure that the three of us were in good on good terms. And for yeah. me that was symbolic. That was totally symbolic. Of, yeah, I didn't, it wasn't that I was, like, pissed about, like, the 30 or whatever, the 20-something dollars. I didn't want to pay for that stupid room because I didn't want to sleep in that room. We were never supposed to use that room as it was intended, and I didn't expect to, I didn't expect to use the room, really, or I didn't expect to use it more than two hours. Having said that, we were going to get a room either way. Well, we were going to get a room either way. Yeah, we really were. And I eat. Like, the whole condition of us being in Vegas and having a night out was we were getting a room. Like, we were going to sleep. The whole thing was, like, we're going to party, yeah. and then we're going to leave late. Like, we're going to get to L.A. later than we had anticipated. Right. We're not going to have a full day in L.A. like we planned. We're right. going to have this night in L.A., and then we're going to sleep a bit, and then we're going to get back on the road. Because the whole thing was, I think it was Bianca, if I'm not mistaken, was, like, talking crazy talk about how she was going to you know, drive with no sleep and I was and you talk. and me no and if I'm and if I'm not mistaken, yeah. me and you were the people saying that was not a good I mean I'm sure I was the one yeah, maybe you know, I can see that I can leading I can the that. charge. I 
a hundred percent. That's I, I take mommy detail sometimes, but I feel that I was I definitely remember being supported in that effort. But that wasn't a fair response then. That little like protest, like no, I I, I do. I just think that it could have been hand. Like I think that you know what? No, I was just gonna say that I feel that it could have been handled differently. Having said that. We had just spent three days in a fucking car. Oh, yeah. Like, reality had escaped us at that point. I mean, we were living a different reality. Let's put it that know. way. You know what I, mean? I don't know. Maybe, I mean, that's... Okay, okay, yes. Fine. I think so. I mean, listen, I was, like, still on pain kills from throwing my back out. And, like, you know, I was just, like, we're, right. we're living in a car, essentially. I think also I was a little upset, I think, maybe because I think we... Like, really, the idea... The reason why we wanted to go so fast across the country was somewhat to save money. Yeah, and then definitely. we and then we get to these places and there'd be two options for a hotel room or a hotel room and then you guys would be like well, let's take the nicer one I'd be like what I don't understand oh come on because we we slept in the worst remember the one the super eight that was the worst experience I still in Michigan or whatever I man was first... it Michigan I don't know I mean I, I mean I don't really remember but I remember just like to this day I still make jokes about Super eight motel. Really? I don't recall. It was, so it was just so terrible. I don't know. Maybe it's like I'm at. That's, your, that's the idea. That's the idea, though. The idea is to make it across in that time. We we lived off of like trail mix for three days. It was yeah. terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. And so, and I even yeah. I even volunteered to sleep on the floor that final night in Vegas. Did yeah. I sleep on the floor? No, no, no. Me and Bianca slept in the bed. Yeah, I was sincere though. I said, "Take the, take the bed." Oh, but we were fine. Okay. That was never a problem. Like <laughs> that was never a problem. No. No. Yeah. Because you wanted to, like, you were upset with me a little bit, like in a playful, you know, uh, caring manner on Tuesday when I said that I totally, like, like like fucked up this this work I had this sort of editing work I had which was like decent money oh, right. and simple and you're like yes. I want to you said I want to hit you yeah or slap you <laughs> I didn't just hit you it was like you yeah. fuck up so much stuff outside of stand up like outside of the performance well I no what I, was, I think what I was trying to get at was that you fuck things up sometimes just because well almost what we sort of touched on with the Vegas thing is that you just get I don't know, this maybe actually doesn't, from what you told me anyway on Tuesday, it doesn't seem to relate at all to what you fucked up in that, in that uh, freelance gig. Okay. But, so it's just your personality sometimes, not your personality, that's too broad, sorry, that's very insulting in fact. Right. That's not what I mean. I mean that you, you sometimes come off in this way that angers people or 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 offends them or antagonizes them and puts them in like a defensive place and that's why you sometimes lose opportunities and that's why I want to punch you because it's not that you're not a good person and that you're not a caring person that you don't have you know your heart in the right place but I think that maybe it's almost this like and I say this knowing that I have very immature immature parts of me, but I think there's an immature part of you mm-hmm. that sometimes doesn't recognize when you should do what I was saying I often do at this stage in my life, which is, you know, well, actually, I work in the reverse. I was probably more patient and, and thoughtful and sort of, you know, watchful than I than I am now. I'm working in the reverse. So okay. now I'm, it's more about, like, putting my foot down in certain instances. But... You, I find, you can't stop sometimes gnawing at something or, or you can't let it go because you feel like it may be entitled or not entitled or like there was an agreement or there wasn't an agreement or you said something and you, you know, that, that rigid aspect of you that exists that you don't obviously show always but exists mm-hmm. in you very, very much comes out and then I feel that really puts people off or offends them or okay. makes them angry or blah, blah, blah. And that's why I want to punch you sometimes. Because it seems like such an easy thing to avoid, to me. Right. But that could be just that I am that. I'm the opposite kind of person. Because, like, okay, now I think about this sticking to a point sort of thing. And the guy, the headliner tonight, mm-hmm. I disagree with, he's like, you know, you're like poking a bear. You're like you're poking the bear. That's how it seems. Right. And I was like, no, I, I was like, I'm trying to just, 
understand what's going on. And he felt as though, he felt that I was being passive aggressive in my being like incredibly critical of, of what he does. Okay. And I'm not sure if when you're saying that I won't let things go sometimes, is it, I wonder if, I mean, I'm just thinking, is that like a passive aggressive way or I is, don't, that, is it, is it, I think it can be interpreted that way. I think that you don't realize how it's coming across. I think you have a different thought process mm -hmm. than what is actually being um, exuded. Like it's it's okay. not coming across to other people in the same way you're thinking it is. Okay. I know that you're ultimately well intentioned. I think so. More often than not, probably yes. I said ultimately. Okay. I'm leaving wiggle room to all some right, degree. Right. Maybe at times you are being malicious <laughs> and whatnot, but. Um, I think ultimately you're well-intentioned. I just think that you do not understand how it is coming across to people. Mm -hmm. And it's frustrating when when someone like me can see it, mm -hmm. you know? And so, yeah, sometimes okay. I want to punch you. you tell me when this happens next time. <laughs> I usually do. Yeah. I did in the car often. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I called you on shit. I right. felt like I was... Listen, for people like you that I, I that I have a relationship with and I know, I mean, and where I also think you need it, I do tell you. And open to it. And open to it. <laughs> and you are open to it. I never felt like Obviously. by me saying these things to you, it was, it, it had any, it, I, to me, it's like a very superficial thing. I don't think it speaks to, you know, my friendship with you. I think it's just, it's sort of a, a coat on the, on the dynamic between the two of us. You know what, what is I mean? a coat? A coat meaning, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of like a car. You're saying it is a coat. What it is, is a coat? coat. What, what's the it you're referring to? Oh, sorry. It's um, calling you out. Okay. <laughs> Telling okay. you when I think you're being stubborn or you're just being, you know. But I like that. I know you do. Like I, want, like I, want I know you yeah, do. Yeah, you take ask. pleasure in it. Well, and, and, and unfortunately, though, you haven't figured out how to still do it and take pleasure in it and make it fun for everyone. Okay. You're not making it fun for both parties. Okay. You want to argue with people, you got to figure out how to... I argue with people all the time, mind you. You know okay. what I mean? I, I have lots of thoughts. I'm an opinionated human being. But for whatever reason, I, <laughs> I'm not pissing people off. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think it, you know, tone and body language and all of these things play a big part in that. You know what I mean? So just being more self-aware. And, you know, I also say... Being more self-aware, that's a very difficult thing for any human being to do. Right. I think hopefully we all strive for it, although yeah. you know, maybe that's wishful thinking. Yeah. Um, but I think that self-awareness is super, super difficult. And I often think the most self-aware people don't even realize how The most self-aware don't? How much they're off the mark. I think it's very... Oh my God, you know, get the most self-aware? Meaning, meaning people <laughs> that think that they are. Because oh how is it possible? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just we're never going to be able to see ourselves but, the way that others see us. We're never going to have that perspective. That's a pretty trivial... But you don't think more people... You, so, but you're, are, are you not... Do you not think that certain people are more self-aware than others? And you can't I do, of out? course. Of course. But I think, you know, I think it's a difficult thing is what I'm saying. And I think that anyone who thinks it's an easy thing, that they figured it out, that they're... You know, yeah. they know who they are and they know how they come off 100%. Right. I think that's very false. And I think that's okay. very dangerous thinking because it's a very difficult thing. And the, and the reality of the matter is we're never going to be, we're never going to have a certain kind of self-awareness that I think we all strive for. You know, the whole concept behind like a self- no, 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 no. I'm thinking of both specific words. Did you go to the washroom? Yeah, really badly. <laughs> go to the bathroom. All right, I'm going to go to the washroom. <laughs> Alright, back to the washroom. And I did not think of the word. And I made it too. And so now we're gonna creatively find a way to wrap it up. I guess. Do I don't know. I'm not some momentum. It's like twelve thirty and there's more work to be done. That's fair. Well I mean I think we did good work here. Yeah. I feel confident about I don't know. Really? That's not a problem, I feel. Well, <laughs> no, that's not true. That's that's dismissive. That's not being fair, possibly. I think this is a more productive conversation. I'm not up on, you know, I have a problem with David Hetty, but I feel that this mm -hmm. was a broader discussion. So you're having no about... real understanding of what's gone, what it's supposed to be. You still feel... no, I do, I do. I mean, I know what it's supposed to be, but I feel that this is a more 
broad take mm -hmm. on your on how you interact with people. Right. Like I feel like I can see it more that way, and I've told right. people that. <laughs> you told who what? I've told people in past, just you know, David Hetty is you know. No, I don't really know what I say. What did you? Well, this is this is kind of interesting. And right? this is exactly what do you people talk? What are you talking about? No, if someone says like if if anyone has ever said that you know they thought you were, you know they intimidating or something that like in that that's, vein. How, that's what they said intimidating that's the thing you're so careful that to say definitely come up yeah, oh, yeah. not like you okay that's, that's okay not that's not so bad i mean it's not good but it's not like just a well let's be ass, honest a, a like jerk no one i'm talking to is gonna uh, we we either have mutual friends or we, we don't have in, if i a lot if me and you shared a lot of in-between friends where you were seeing a lot of people that i know frequently yeah, and they didn't know we were friends not that, but they weren't really friends with you as much, then I think I would get more. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. But you know what I feel like? Anyway, it doesn't matter. No. <laughs> well, well, this is going to come off as like probably like pretty dismissive, but for some people, like, jeez, like for some people, I'm like, you know what? Like, I kind of don't. Okay. I yeah, I, I felt I, like you were gonna go there. Okay, like I understand that you're. That well, of course, you can't give a shit to the extent that it's gonna affect you, your every day, and it's gonna affect every you know any, any everything you're doing. But I think that there's something to be said about being more conscious of how you are coming across to people, especially in an industry <laughs> like the one you're functioning in. Right. Or I think it's valuable. Oh, trying to. There you go. Or attempting. I think it's valuable to recognize how you. Approach people. I mean, I think that it's not to say that you're being less of yourself to censor yourself from time to time. You don't have to say everything that comes out of your right. mouth. Right, right. I you don't. Know? No, I know that you don't, <laughs> but I'm just trying to be explicit about how that works. It's, it's not that yeah. we do have to kind of show different sides of ourselves you know in different yeah. situations. You know what it's like? It's kind of like stand-up. Like you want to be able to communicate effectively the ideas you have. Right. Okay. So if that's helpful, fine. If you're, if you're gonna, so then, <laughs> so then look at your interactions with people. I mean, I guess put more, you know, forethought. I suppose right. put more art or artistry into how you're dealing with people one on one. You don't like crowd work. I find there's a sort of an irony. Well, I don't want to talk to anyone. Looking at their faces and see how they're looking up. That's no. Terrible. I understand. But don't you see there's a little irony going on there? Like, you don't like crowd... You just likened, like, real-life interac interactions to, yeah. like, comedy and stand-up. Right. And you've already admitted earlier that you do not like stand-up... Uh, sorry, you do not like crowd work in a stand-up environment. Right. And we're sort of discussing... Now we're talking about how stand-up is, like, similar to the way that you interact with people in a day-to-day, -day, and you don't like crowd work in a stand-up environment. Yes, but I don't Sorry, like crowd work, so I don't think there's any, like, there's much, sort of, like, much artistic merit to it. I think it's impressive. No, it's not true. I just, no, it's not. I understand, more or less, but I'm just, more or less. I'm talking about, like, how, like, I'm talking about people now. I'm talking about your, like, first impressions, I'm talking about, or just impressions, and mm -hmm. I'm talking about that kind of thing. I'm saying put more <laughs> thought and energy Real, into how that but is But real life is all crap work. So. But exactly. <laughs> that's what I was trying to say before. And yeah. you said it better. But yes. But what, <laughs> <laughs> Now do you see the irony? Uh, why is it ironic? No, never mind. <laughs> the idea is that I don't know how to do it. <laughs> never mind. Anyway, the point is... Yeah. I think <laughs> that you just need to get to a place where you are feeling more comfortable, um, sort of, maybe, no, scratch that, not comfort, has nothing to do with your comfort levels. Okay. Just get to a place where you're, you're more aware and thoughtful, mm -hmm. and I'd even say, not censored, but just... Yeah, thoughtful, more just empathetic, trying to think more of like how that other person is perceiving you. Okay. That's important for you. I feel okay. like you lose touch with that a little more often than you All should. Right. So, you know, a little effort there. Okay.
and then let's see, maybe you will <laughs> still make, you know, three times as much money as me and live in awesome places. I don't know. I think we're both not doing very well right now. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Excellent. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Sasha. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay, this whole, uh, this whole idea of uh, crowd work as analogous to real life is complex. It's confusing. I mean, the first thing <clears throat> that comes to mind is that I'm not really trying to manipulate people uh, in real life so much. Um, in the sense that I... Well, in two ways, I suppose. Like, I don't... I'm not trying to gain something from everyone to elicit a particular type of response. Um, and also, it's... In a way... I want to offend people less on stage. It's a very, like, simplistic statement. But I'm really... Like, sometimes it's worth... Getting people in, in real life upset... For other, for other reasons. Like you have, I don't know, you know, you sometimes you don't, you, you just, you don't give a shit anymore. You have to communicate something, make a point. Whereas on stage, re very rarely do I want there to be uh, a bad reaction. You don't ever want a bad reaction, but I think I want, I don't know, it's not like either or. Anyway, um... But I do have a joke where I talk about how nice it would be to to have like a you know a seventeen hour set or something which which I could do every day and then never have to actually interact with anyone <laughs> uh yeah, so generally, so I don't know so you know if you if you want i don't, I don't know if the the talking at the beginning worked out well um or if I'm totally off about this idea of 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 cunt. Um, but I'm opening that up, you know, for discussion, obviously. And generally, I think Sasha's right. Like, you know, just be, try to be more thoughtful and empathetic and uh, attentive to uh, how others may receive you or me. Anyway, so I hope you enjoyed yourself, yourselves. All right. Bye. <laughs>